Well, my friends, Christmas has come, and it's a joy to celebrate, to join with family and friends, to join uh, spiritually with Christians throughout the entire world. Today, celebrating um, the Nativity of our Lord. Today is Jesus' birthday, right? Like, that is, uh, we, could, we call it Christmas, right? Merry Christmas. We're all about, like, it's Jesus' birthday. It's good. It's, it's loving to celebrate someone's birthday. And I don't know, I'm, I'm a bit of a curmudgeon sometimes. Um, and I like, you know, it's kind of like, I don't want to tell people it's my birthday, but when they wish me a happy birthday, I really like it. But I'm not going to tell them, right? Uh, and, and that there's something to like, when somebody remembers it's your birthday, right? When they, when they know it's your birthday and they, they treat you well that day, they treat you nicely, hopefully. And there's nothing worse, I don't think. There's nothing worse than like, I, I was, I'm, my birthday's in April, right? I only had school, I think, twice on my birthday because it was always the spring break week or on a weekend. Right away. It was like a, this wonderful divine providence that I like growing up until basically grad school, I only had school twice ever on my birthday. But there was nothing worse than those two times of just like, oh, it's just like every other day. Like, oh, and I, I got a hand in my, like, don't you know it's my birthday? Like, hello, it's my birthday today. You can't, you can't treat me that way, right? And then you get in trouble on your birthday for something in school. It's like, whoa, no, it's, it's my birthday, right? Um, our birthday's a special day. And when somebody just treats us normal, right, treats us in a, in a not caring way, on our birthday, it's terrible. Well, today is our Lord's birthday. Right? And as much as all the other trappings of Christmas and all the other stuff that we do, why are we doing all this? Because of presents, right? No, that's nice, right? I get presents on Jesus' birthday. That's awesome, right? Oh, because it's the season, right? Season's greetings. Okay, it's a nice season. We have a Christmas season. But what's all this for? It's Jesus' birthday. We throw him a birthday party, right? And that that's what we're doing. Actually, how, incre- how transformative would it be of the Christmas celebrations today if you saw them as like, this is us throwing Jesus a birthday party, right? Like this, who's the most important person at a birthday party? Well, I, I am, right? No, no, it's a birthday, whoever's birthday it is, right? If it's my birthday, then yeah, it's about me, right? If it's not, it's someone else's birthday, it's about them. When we throw birthday parties for, for people here, are different. One of my favorite things to do at birthday parties is like everyone go through and say your favorite memory of the person, right? The favorite, your favorite experience of the person. Like go, everyone go, go through and share that. What if we did that about our life with our Lord? What's my, what's my favorite memory with our Lord? What's, what's, my fa- what's, the, what's the way that he's most graced me on? On this, his birthday, I want to remember that. I want, I want to to pray with that, right? Uh, we should, we should um, rest in that. And that on his birthday, uh, on this, our Lord's birthday, why was Jesus born? Why? Cor Deus Homo is a question in theology. Why did God become man? Why did he become one of us? Well, we prayed it in the opening prayer of the Mass so that sharing our humanity, we might become sharers in his divinity. And in fact, we say that in every Mass. It's one of the, the whispered prayers that either the deacon or I do. But by the mingling of this water and my, wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ who humbled himself to share in our humanity. This is the best 
Christmas gift exchange we could have. Jesus, we gave Jesus our humanity, our broken, like sinful humanity, right? We gave him our humanity. He took our humanity onto himself. Imagine like, I don't know, I've got some stuff next door I want to get rid of, particularly as we're going to have more people in the house. Some of it's not so nice looking. I'm like, can I give someone that as a gift, right? I mean, is it, or is it too broken down that I, I don't know what to do, right? Um, but like we gave Jesus our broken humanity. We gave him that, that humanity that, that was given to us as a gift in creation and we broke, we ruined it. Um, he took our humanity and he gives us in this Christmas gift exchange divinity so that we may share in the divinity of Christ who humbled himself to share in our humanity. This is the, the best Christmas gift exchange there is. Jesus gives us divinity. Because he shared in our humanity, we are able to share in his divinity. He makes us sharers in the divine nature. So Father Joe McNeil, uh, one of the newest priests of the Archdiocese of Hartford, celebrated our midnight mass last night, and he said, so as a result, it's not just Jesus' birthday, but because we are all reborn in Christ, in some sense, it's all our birthday too, right? Um, in some sense. But that there's something beautiful that I've made new because of what happens. What we celebrate today, God becoming one of us and taking our, our humanity upon himself. And that in doing this, you know, Jesus didn't take shortcuts, right? It's not like I'm going to take humanity, but I'm going to take Tom Brady humanity, right? Just, just, well, I, he's still probably the goat, but it'll, um, like, no, like I, I'm going to take, like, I'm just going to take the short, I'm going to jump right into a Super Bowl winning body and I'm just going to have an easy life and that, no. Jesus didn't take any shortcuts, right? He entered fully, right? From starting as rapidly re, you know, multiplying cells, right? Rapidly dividing cells. God entered into creation um, and beginning life in the womb, right? In, the conception, in his conception in his mother's virginal womb, taking our humanity onto himself. And then being born as a baby, right? God became a little baby out of love for us. I don't know how many of us, maybe at some point in our, or another, have felt um, distant from God, right? Or maybe even afraid of God, right? God's infinite majesty. And I'm so terrified of that, right? I am so, I don't know what to do in the face of the majesty, the infinite majesty of Almighty God. And I feel very distant from God, right? At times, we, that could be any center that we feel very distant and away from God. And so what did God do so we wouldn't be afraid of him? He became little for us. He became a baby. Who's afraid of a little baby, right? I'm afraid of breaking little babies. I, I don't really hold babies unless it's a very structured setup, right? Because like, I, don't, I don't know what to do with this little thing. But, um, but no, like, um, who's afraid of a baby, right? God became little. You look at a little baby and they're, I don't know, it's, it's human defense mechanism that they're so cute, right? Babies, are, if they're not, then this little thing that stops sleep, you know, it stops my sleep for a good six or eight months or causes me to worry and lose sleep for the rest of my life. Like, I would never want to take care of this thing. Uh, and for those early weeks or months, all they do is, you know, eat, sleep, and poop. And it's all they do. Okay, um, great, but I want to take care of you because babies are lovable, because they're adorable. We love little babies. 
Well, God makes himself lovable for us. He makes himself small so we wouldn't be afraid of him, so that we could have confidence to, to reach out to him, to look into his little baby eyes, to see his little baby smile, right? And not be afraid of God. Babies are totally helpless, right? They're, they're totally helpless. They, but they get passed around and they get held so wonderfully. And that's what God made himself for us. Helpless, but small. So he could be passed around. So that we could each have our chance holding the little baby, right? And being there. If in our prayer we've never prayed with what it's like to hold the baby Jesus, right? And just to be close to the baby. And that this baby is, is God himself, right? That's something that we need, to, um, we need to pray with. Even on this Christmas, our Lord's birthday, um, to, to pray with that. Like, what would it be like? What is it like to hold the baby Jesus, right? To, to be there and see our Lord in, in, as an infant, totally lovable for our sake. Now, in our gospel passage, we heard about um, the shepherds, and they go and they find the Christ child, right? The shepherds that heard the message of the angel. This day, a Savior is born for you, who is Christ the Lord, right? Um, and they encourage one another. And I think that, too, is something that we need in Christmas, they encourage one another, right? Let's go, right? Let's, let's go together. They all saw the message of an angel, but they encourage one another. Let's, let us, let's go, right? A lot of times in the gospel, it's like angel says do this, person does it, right? Someone says do this, someone else does it or doesn't do it. But with the shepherds, we get this beautiful that they say to one another, they encourage each other. Let's go. Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that's taken place, which the Lord made known to us. And so we, too, in our life of faith, we need to be encouraging one another. It's not enough to say, oh, you'll, you'll find Jesus one day. Good luck, right? No, let's go together. Let's go find our Lord together, right? And that's we bring more and more people. Not by say, I remember growing up hearing someone say the difference between a, a boss and a leader is a boss says go and a leader says let's go. And if we want to lead people to Christ, then that's how we say let's go. Let's go together and find this thing that has happened. And just a final point, you know, concluding that when they get there and they tell Mary and Joseph all the things that have happened and the angels, right? Mary and Joseph didn't see the angels, um, but that the angels and everything, that all were, they were amazed what was said by the shepherds. And Mary kept these things, reflecting on them in her heart, right? That's a beautiful thing. Mary, Mary stores up, Everything that's happened, that, I think Luke tells us that like three different times during his gospel. That Mary just kept all these things in her heart. She reflected on them again and again. And that's what we should do in the face of the Christmas mystery, in the beauty of it's our Lord's birthday. God becomes little for our salvation. We keep these things in our hearts and we reflect on them again and again and again. We let our mother teach us how to do that. How to store these things in our heart. And we just go back. That's what mental prayer is. Just to go back to what's stored in our heart. Our love for the baby Jesus. The beautiful Christmas gift exchange. The best Christmas gift we ever received. That God took our humanity. Sinful, broken, fragile, weak. And he gives us his own divinity. We reflect on these things again and again. So we should ask our mother today to teach us. To teach us how to reflect on all these things how to meditate upon the Christmas mystery so we never lose the wonder, we never lose the love in celebrating that this day a Savior is born for us, Christ the Lord.